Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to Conversation with My Higher Self. How are you? Today, we're continuing the conversation about live path numbers. And this is an episode about live path number four. But before we dive in, a couple of housekeeping items. The live stream of this podcast, the video stream, should I say, not the live stream, is available on my YouTube channel, which is located under This Is Maria, Maria with a Y, M-A-R-I-Y-A. So come check it out. That is also a place where you can leave comments and questions in case something around know this topic is of interest to you or you wanted to interact feel free to follow me on youtube and check out my book my book about manifestation is out it has recently turned one year old so you know it's a big uh, milestone Uh, the book is called 72 keys to manifestation or an ancient path of a modern day alchemist it is available on amazon and it is a 72 step journey to manifesting the life that you want it has a very robust you know theoretical aspect but also 72 practices practical exercises that you could do to manifest life that you want and the life that you deserve Alrighty, my darlings. Okay, well, I'm excited about life path number four. So let's dive right in. If you require context around life path numbers, please refer to the episode I did about life path number one. It contains some of the calculations and some of the information, some kind of like some of the foundational things that you would need to know about life path numbers in numerology. But Just a quick refresher, I know it may have been a while since I uploaded that episode. A live path number in numerology is the same thing as your sun sign in astrology. I personally love numerology as means of exploring who we are at soul level, as well as this is a rich territory, a rich field of study that really tells us about what we came with into like into this incarnation with as well as you know what our path is and of course life path is a dead giveaway for who we are the why we are here and also what we should be doing with our lives and so really excited to talk to you about that if you are unsure what life path number you are there are many calculators online that you can google and they will calculate your life path number based on your date of birth. That's all you need. Day, month, and a year of your birth. You don't require anything else for this. But really quickly, you know, if you want to, if you don't want to Google any of those calculators, you can add up all the digits in the day of your birth, then add up all the digits in the month of your birth, and then in the year of the birth, and you should have three numbers add them all up together, and then dissect them down to a single digit. So keep adding them until you get one single digit, and that is your life path number. Just a caveat, for the life path number, you usually don't add up master numbers, meaning 11, 22, and 33 are the three master numbers in numerology, and those should not be added up. Those should be treated as the finite number, the finite digit, although they are not one through nine. Either way, if you Google calculator, It'll be easy for you to calculate it. Okay, life path number four. And that is how we're back into the territory of the divine masculine. Number four is a divine masculine path or one of the three potential divine masculine paths. The other two divine masculine paths are one and seven. So the numbers one, four, and seven, all three of these are divine masculine paths in life. 
This does not mean you are a masculine soul at all. It just means that there is something about this particular life path and why you showed up that has to do with practicing one of the aspects of great masculinity. I like to compare certain things in numerology to astrology to bring it home for some of you that understand astrology or are curious about astrology. So there are three types of signs in astrology. You have your cardinal, you have your fixed, and you have your mutable. Your cardinal signs usually set the trajectory for each of the elements. They are that first sign that, that would set the trajectory for earth, water, fire, and air. In numerology, these cardinal numbers, if you will, are the numbers that we have already discussed. One, two, and three. One is the cardinal number of masculinity. Two is a cardinal number of femininity. Three is a cardinal number of creation or the divine child archetype. Now we're getting into the fixed territory, the fixed signs, so to say. The fixed signs in astrology are very, very interesting. They are smack in the middle of the season. They're smack in the middle of an element. What does that mean? They are the heart of that element. They really truly represent the core crux, the nucleus of a particular energy, the middle ground, if you will, of a particular energy. As such, they are almost like the pure archetype. And four, five, and six, the numbers that we're going to be discussing today and then the next, you know, in the next two podcasts, these are fixed numbers, if you will. So what does that mean? That means that the path number four, life path four, is going to display a lot of the traditional categories and properties and attributes of divine masculinity. So what are those? And what is so special about life path number four? Four in numerology is a very stable number. It is the number of the builder. So it is all about stable structures. It is all about stable paths. It's all about taking responsibility. It's all about carrying your load. It is about predictability. It is about thinking through things instead of rushing into things. It's the number of the planner. It's the number of the architect. It's the number of creating foundations for future generations to step into those foundations. Um, so building and making something foundational that's going to, to pass the test of time, that is the life path four. The life path four, um, and kind of like the, the core of it, is being dependable. So somebody who is a life path four felt, and very often when they're born, they have, they have this innate sense of responsibility. Like even as a little kid, these are these people tend to be very serious or they have like a very serious streak about them. They feel very grown up even as children. It's almost like they are born and they like they kind of like skip childhood and, and they're like straight into adulthood, or at least that is their attitude. So very often they are going to feel either wiser than their age or older than their age or have certain interests or hobbies that kids their age don't do. And then some things that children do. You know, a life path four is not going to find all that compelling and all that interesting. Like they may dislike certain traditional games. Like, okay, what do you mean? Like play hide and seek? No, like I, I need to do these other things. Right. So they're very grown up from a very early age. They're very deliberate. Um, they usually like things that they like puzzles. That's the one thing about life path four. They like solving for puzzles. 
uh, as kid, it's, as kids, and then as they grow up, they like solving for puzzles in society, so for like larger societal issues. And the good thing about four, four is a very dependable number. It's a very reliable number. It's a very trustworthy number. It's a very honorable life path. It's a very honest life path. So they're they tend to tend they tend to stay true to their word. Very often they come with high degrees of integrity. They don't break their promises, or if they do, they really feel it so deep in their soul, so to say that they really it gets them out of their comfort zone very very quickly they like and and actually another thing that life path four is is they're consistent so if you're life path four very often you're meant to find your project or like it's it's almost like something that really excites you and ignites you whatever that is a project a movement making something happen Let's call it a project, just as an overgeneralization. You would find the one, and then very often, as a life path four, you would stick with that thing for quite a long time, right? So you're not fickle. Four is not fickle. Four is very stable. You don't jump around from one thing to the next to the next. You like aligning to what you're meant to do, and then you can do that for decades. You would never get tired. You would never get bored. You would never get upset or somehow disheartened by by something that you would call the work of your life. So very often, a four is a seeker in the early stages of their life. They are seeking that one big project, that, that one big cause that they could believe in, that one big child, so to say, problem child. Um, it doesn't have to be a person, obviously. By problem child, I mean like happening, something that they could devote their life to. And so in the early years, they may actually come across as non-committal, but it is not because they're non-committal. It is because once they actually commit, it's really hard um, for them to drop it, right? And so they're extremely deliberate about everything. So the four would always be extremely deliberate about people they spend time with, you know, where they work, where they go on vacation. They're extremely deliberate and extremely thoughtful, and they like planning things down to a T. They like predictability. Four does not like spontaneity. Four does not appreciate things that come out of the woodworks. They hate surprises, by the way, good ones or bad ones. They're like, there's no such thing as a good surprise. Everything is a bad surprise. If I did not expect it, it throws me off my access, right? They thrive on predictability. They like measuring things. They like things that happen on a cycle because cyclicality is always predictable. They don't really love uncertainty all that much. They don't thrive in uncertainty. It gives them uh, a very uncomfortable feeling inside. Uncertainty is one of those emotions that for life path four is going to be the hardest to process or one of the hardest to process. They are extremely reliable, right? And so very often they are not going to do well with people who are fickle or there's just going to be very little alignment between them. With four, you find a lot of cons um, consistency with relationships. For life path number four, you, very often the friendships that they form in childhood are the friendships that stick with them for the entirety of their lives. And they take great pride in that as well. The four cares about their roots. They care about where they came from. Very often they take a great sense of pride, either in their country or their city 
or their family. Like they're very driven by the roots and they're very grounded. It's a very grounded energy. So think of it as a mighty oak tree. If I have to, if you ha- if I had to give you an analogy, think of this as a mighty oak tree that has a massive root system that goes really deep and it goes really wide. And it is a root system that would enable the oak tree to go as far as the oak tree wants to go, enable it to have the most impressive foliage and withstand any hurricane, any, uh, you know, um, gust of wind, all of that, right? It is a very stable type of oak tree, extremely grounded, so grounded, right? That very often fours tend to be stabilizing and they, they bring a stabilizing energy into the lives of others, whether that is their family members, whether that is organizations or movements. It's like they come and they ground everything around them. It is actually a very, very beautiful energy. It is hard to come by. It's almost like they take chaos and turn that into or- organized matter, if that makes sense. Because they hate chaos, right? So they have this natural inclination to take chaos and turn that into order. Uh, so they bring law and order everywhere they go. Um, they do have a very high bar for honesty and integrity, like I said. And so very often, the one thing that that can throw them off in relationships is if somebody is not, for instance, somebody promised them something and is not following through on that, or somebody who's flaky and you know committed to getting together and they f- and then flaked out last second, fours hate that because they feel like if they cannot depend on 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 someone, then their perfect world of mathematical precision and predictability falls apart like a house of cards and they hate that beyond all else. So if you are going to be creating mayhem in their life or creating all this uncertainty in their life, chances are they're not going to be able to maintain that relationship very well. Fours are extremely patient. They are extremely resilient and relentless in the pursuit of that which is their purpose. It is extremely hard to throw a four off their axis. It is like a Capricorn, if you guys are familiar with astrology, like the it feels like a Capricorn energy where it's a very deliberate movement towards the end goal. And it may be slow, you know, four is not very, very fast as an energy. They don't prioritize speed. They prioritize quality over speed any day of the week, right? So for them, they really want to build for the long term. And as such, they are okay putting in the time. Now, let's look at certain patterns in childhoods as well as, you know, other things. You know, like what what are some of the things that are common? And then we'll also look at the shadow of Life Path 4. In childhood, 4 could be a little bit more reserved than other children. So the 4s are not necessarily your gregarious, like wear your heart on your sleeve, like extremely active, like in front of, you know... uh, in front of the group and like leading the charge, that is not the four. The four is a little bit more reserved, incredibly thoughtful. They may be a little nerdy, like in a good way. I say this lovingly, right? Like they may have very nerdy hobbies. Like, you know, people are like, I don't know, other kids are playing football or soccer and, 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 you know, this kid is like reading a book or something because like, it's almost like they're starting to invest in their career early on in life, if that makes sense. Now, of course, this is a massive generalization, and that's what I have to do when I'm talking about life path numbers. Uh, if your life path number four hate reading, that doesn't mean that what I just said isn't correct. It just means that there is an exception to every rule, and your qualities of four may have just come through in 
um, a different guys are, uh, you know, um, they had another flavor to them. They usually have a smaller inner circle and because they don't trust easily, winning their trust over takes time. And that's why they don't really, it's almost like they have a barrier between themselves and other people. And they have their, this inner circle. It's usually like one, two or three friends, very close friends. And it's like diehards, right? And that, that's like, they're really good at forging those friendships, like I said, and then maintaining them through the entirety of their life. Four is not all that romantic. So four is extremely down to earth and grounded, not romantic, not all that heart centered at all but they represent stability. And when they're looking for a life partner, they're, they may be looking for somebody to contain, right? They may actually be looking for a life partner that would bring that excitement to their life because four is really challenged generating excitement beyond the one thing that they're meant to do in life. So they could be, you know, sometimes they may come across as boring to other people, but it's, they're not boring. They're just it's a little bit like tunnel vision, right? Because if you're a builder and they're really a builder by uh, design, they understand that building something bigger than themselves, especially something that will stand the test of time, requires time, effort, proverbial blood, sweat, and tears. And they're willing to put in the hard work. And that's why a lot of things are they perceive as distractions. And for four, the one thing that you know is very spectacular about this type is that they don't really take too well to society telling them what to do around templates. Like uh, they're not, they don't really fully buy into template living. Like they could be quite resilient because they have a very sturdy, stable inner compass in a sense that it's almost like their core is very strong and very often they, they have a pretty good awareness of who they are and what they want and what they stand for. And therefore it's very easy for them or easier than others for others to cut out all the other things that don't matter and that are not going to take them to where the four is trying to go, right? So they're really, really good at cutting out distractions. They do not usually experience FOMO. They don't get, you know, they don't get um, this like feeling where they need to always be on the cutting edge, on the cusp, you know, always go to the newest gallery, go to the newest show, see the newest concert. Like they're not that. They're very traditional. Sometimes the four is really conservative. They are all about family values. That is the one thing they do value. The one thing four doesn't miss is commitments around family birthdays you can count on them to be there family holidays like whatever the family traditions you know in whatever form they come they are stickler for traditions they love traditions if there's not enough traditions or rituals in their life they would be seeking those traditions and rituals right and so as a kid again going back they're a little bit reserved they do have they've kind of built out walls and around them. And so sometimes it's, it could be hard to really understand what the four may be feeling. It doesn't mean that inside there is not this big pool of emotions, but on the outside, it may feel like they, they have a poker face a little bit, whether they intend to or they don't. Uh, yeah, they could be hard to read from that perspective. What are the challenges of four? Fours need to find fulfillment in their work. So that's the one thing for fours. Uh, what's challenging for them is being in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. They just don't have the patience for that. So um, it's very hard for four if they get stuck in, in an ungratifying career. Like if day in and day out, they're doing something that they're not supposed to be doing, it could eat up inside, like eat them up inside. 
It's like um, like a slow poison. And so for four, it's actually extremely, extremely important to make sure you find your calling in life in whatever shape or form that comes. For four, it may be a little bit challenging because they're a little bit more conservative and they're extremely hardworking, but they're not necessarily loving things that are, like they're not the most adventurous archetype. They don't always expose themselves to enough things in life compared to some other types. And therefore, if they don't align naturally with that which they're meant to do, they don't get quite enough outside stimulation to lead them into that direction, right? So some of them may not know what their calling is because they haven't exposed themselves to enough things in life. And so if you're a four, my suggestion to you is try to go outside of your comfort zone. If you don't know what you're meant to do with your life, important caveat, right? If you do, more power to you, just keep building it. You came you came here to build the one thing that you're really, really excited about. Like the one thing, like, and how do you know it's the one? If that's your career. If you would be building the same thing and you were not getting paid, like it was not a salary or anything, but you would still want to be building that, that's the one. If you find yourself thinking about this on weekends, if that's your job, right? Or, you know, in the shower and everything and like kind of like being obsessed about something and getting really, really granular enough so that you talk about it and you know you talk about it so often that the people around you kind of like tune out, like your loved ones are like, oh my God, I can't believe that. They're talking about this this uh, this obsession of theirs, right? If you're getting that, that means you found the one thing that you're meant to be doing and that means you're straight on the path and congratulations to you. If you have not found that one thing yet, your challenge in life is to find your mission to find your purpose, to find the one thing they're meant to build. And the only way you can do that really is by exposing yourself to new ideas, to new concepts. Uh, so you may need to do things like travel. You may need to do things like net networking. You may need to put yourself out of your comfort zone and meet people, right? And that's why it's actually, it, it could be challenging, right? For you sometimes to align with that path. Relationships could be challenging to you. Large groups of people may be challenging to you. Expressing yourself and especially your feelings may be challenging to you. All, all of those things are, you know, shadow sides. You may also have blind spots around impact you have on others, because this is, this could also be like the obsession of the four is a little bit of the math scientist, you know, like sometimes in movies, they have these archetypes of like the husband that, you know, is working in his chemical lab, like with all these experiments and, you know, um, and, you know, blows things up accidentally in their house or, you know, does all these things. And, and then you have the wife that's kind of like, trying to spend time with a husband, but he's just running around doing his experiments. You do have uh, a little bit of a blind spot to, of where I'm going with this is around people. Like that could be a blind spot. You may not always be the most sensitive or the most, you know, uh, empathic or even a good listener for that matter, for that matter, because you're like in your own universe, right? The four, because you're meant to create something big, you are in your creator zone you really know what you want. You really know who you are. Because of that, you do have blind spots around others and you have this tunnel vision, right? Like I said earlier. And so um, sometimes your loved ones may find it stifling to be in your company or sometimes they may feel like you don't even care all that much about them. It's like sometimes it, it may, like your attitude may come across to them as if they're just filling some, some role in your life and Anybody could have been in their place. And so it's very important for you if you're looking to be truly happy above and beyond your life purpose is 
do make it a priority to build strong bonds with people and communicate because you have a natural tendency to not communicate how you feel and what you think and kind of like be reserved and closed down, right? So um, enough of you actually would have a blockage around your throat area, around your self-expression area. And so my advice to you is work with your throat chakra and do communicate. Communicate your feelings, communicate your thoughts, Try to also get into the zone of other people, like your loved ones. Try to genuinely show an interest and have an interest around their life and what they're doing. And for you, it's actually extremely important to either have a journal where you can write things out, like around how, like what you feel actually, or have somebody like a therapist or a coach or a confidant um, that you could talk through and really get your throat center going because this is a big challenge uh, for you to try to get um, your, you know, to communicate, which is why very often if you do develop like a physical ailment, a physical illness, it would be because of unexpressed feelings or emotions. So that is very much a danger of a life path for. The beauty of a life path for is you have so much potential, it blows my mind because the four is a builder and it is the person that gets it done. You know, it's not about the idea. It's about the execution. So four is an executive. Four is a master executive. You build something from nothing and it will stand the test of time. Some of the world's biggest corporations, like multinational corporations, SAP 500 type companies, have a numerology of four. And that is a really, really big, big and good proxy if you're trying to understand how phenomenal your life path is, how unique it is. You have a God-given ability, talent to build something huge from nothing. And so challenge yourself to dream to dream big. Don't dream small because you have potential you are resourceful, you are resilient, you are extremely hardworking, you can make anything happen if you set your mind to it. So your biggest danger is playing it small, thinking it small, and not going for the things that you want to do in life, right? So essentially create with abandon. Once you align with that one thing that you want to do, stick to it, it will work out. Alrighty, that is the beauty of Four. And actually, there is a. Um, it seems like there is a question from the collective. I'll, I'll take one question from the collective around the life path four. I'm here to um, to receive the question. The question is: I am a four, and I am very reserved, and I feel like truly, indeed, like you said, there is like a wall that separates me and other people. How can I work through this? Because I want to be more connected to people. Thank you for that question. Actually, the reason you feel there is a wall between you and others is because the wall that we're expressing and the wall that we're seeing and experiencing collectively is the wall around your heart. So the one part that you protect above all else is your heart. It is kind of like your heart is tucked away in like a safe box somewhere so that nobody touches it. And so when we're talking about building bridges with people, when we're talking about a path out of being reserved, opening your heart and building true heartfelt bonds with people is what you need to do. If you're struggling with this, 
please go and check out my other podcast called Our Sacred Universe. It is um, a podcast of meditations, guided journeys, and healing journeys. It has probably 10 meditations around opening your heart space. By the way, it also has meditations around your throat area and healing your throat area. You could benefit from both, but really the only way for you to feel less reserved and feel closer to people is open up your heart and start start building these this close heart-to-heart bonds with people. Alrighty, my darlings, I hope this was helpful. I'm sending you a big virtual hug and I'll see you in the next one. Bye!